Hello and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight over minor pop cultural minutia. Today, as we introduce ourselves, I'd like each of us to answer a simple question, which is, if you could bring just one Save by the Bell episode to a desert island for the next 50 years, which would it be and why? And this week I'll go first. I'm Jeremy, and the Save by the Bell episode that I would bring is the one episode in which Zack freezes time and actually changes things. And you may be asking, what am I talking about? All right. Now, this one episode, Slater is about to punch him. And that's kind of ridiculous in and of itself. That because it was actually part of a scheme to get back at Zack. And, well, we don't need to get into the specifics, but it was the yearbook episode in which Zack was making a video, and it turns out he was also selling videos of the girls to other schools for dates. Now, I know that sounds pretty awful. That that sounds kind of creepy. It was. It was. But he was selling. Zach was selling videos of what? So he filmed all the different people in his class for a video yearbook. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of sort of mid nineties. Look at how extreme and cool we are. Mm-hmm. You know, which kind of it was a it was a fad. You know, and it was super lame. Well, it was super lame, like, in retrospect, just because all the, like, the aesthetic is just really stupid in retrospect. And because it was also, like, the mid-90s version of the mid-90s was actually the late 80s. So it looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and definitely, and not, not to belabor this point too much, definitely comedy ages. Like, totally ages. It does not age well, I think, in a lot of ways. I think, I think music and even, even books... Uh, you know, age much better, but comedy is really, except for nostalgic purposes, for the most part, I think a lot of those, a lot of things that revolve around comedy are just stale and boring and cliched. That's true. That's true. Although not, I feel like not all comedy ages poorly. Like there is some comedy that, that actually can last. Right. Well, it like comes what? down to either dealing with something in a period that stays in the period or doesn't rely too much on pop cultural references of the time. For example, the Airplane movie has a lot of stuff that's very funny, even now. However, there are some things that are specifically dated jokes within it. Now, for example, uh, something that still works is Monty when... Python? Well, I wasn't going to say Monty Python. I'm just talking about the movie in Airplane. When this little girl is sitting by herself and a little boy comes over and says, Do you mind if I join you? It's like, sure, of course, all right. It's a free country, and he, and he orders some coffee for her. You know, and she says, "How do you take your coffee? Black, like my men." <laughs> and it was great because he's these two little white kids, and I thought, you see, that's funny even <laughs> that is now. Funny. So that's kind of funny. That's my point. So some things can still work, whereas there was definitely a couple jokes in there that were like specific references to things like movies or. Events going on at the time. There's a whole stuff. Well, with... that 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 definitely ages. But still, even even types of comedy because things become cliches. But but I think also part of it with Monty Python, though maybe some things have aged a little bit. I would say, for the most part, I think also Monty Python is. They're also just some of the most brilliant people like ever, <laughs> or at least you know they're just really brilliant people. So I think they're just way more witty than people, you know, than most people ever get to anyway. So I think that uh, and Monty Python was also very um. You know they were they were very uh, 
you know, I think balls to the wall. They didn't really care so much about, about, you know, either like scaling back this or that or pleasing an audience. So they had some like off color stuff. So I think they were able to be witty and, you know, some of that stuff just stands the test of time anyway. So yeah, there were some weaker episodes, but in general, I thought it was pretty good. Anyway, yeah. So in the Saved by the Bell episode, they plan to have a whole thing where Slater gets mad. It doesn't really matter the specifics that he finds out that Zach's been selling the videos of Jesse to other schools to go so that, you know, to sell it as sort of like date material, if you know what I mean, because it actually listed their real phone number. So they were getting harassed. And that's not a joke. That happened in the episode. Wow. So he so Slater's coming out to punch him for fake, except also for real, because that's what it seemed like. So Zach freezes time and gets out of there. And what happens? He hits Mr. Belding instead. Mm-hmm. And it was like, whoa, I, I didn't know you could do this. And they had a whole little thing where they're talking later. And like, yeah, it was weird how Zach just disappeared like that. <laughs> it, it just raised so many questions. So many questions that were yep. never answered. And that's yep. why it's my favorite Saved by the Bell episode. All right, moving along. Let's go down in age order. <laughs> okay. So I guess that means I'm next. Each, each, um, I can tell where this is going. This trend's going. Each episode is going to be Benji being last. <laughs> no. The last two. That's not true. First. Yeah. Benji, you weren't always last. No. Anyway. I, you were first, the last two. I thought about, I thought about doing that again. I'm starting from the youngest, but I decided not to. Sure, but it's okay. Anyway, um, my name is Sam, and my favorite Saved by the Bell episode that I would take with me on a desert island for 50 years is the one where Zach becomes a rock star. Um, and the reason that I would bring it with me is because he wears this like rock star outfit that is so ridiculous that I think I could never stop laughing at it. Um <laughs> He kind of looks like, it's like Vanilla Ice, only, like, I, I don't even know how to describe please, it. Please, please, like, one of you guys give a link to this picture right now, because I, I need to see it. It's, it is, it is amazing. His, the clothes that he's wearing are, like, in, indescribable. And, it, yeah, I mean, you need to see a picture of it to really, to really grasp what I'm talking about. But it's, it's so funny. The first time I saw it, I almost died. Because I was just laughing so hard. Awesome. It's really amazing. I don't remember anything else about the episode, but I remember this ridiculous outfit. Well, it was, yeah. all, it was all a dream. I remember that much. I think it was a dream. <laughs> okay. Um, so is that's, that yours? That's my answer. That's my answer. All right. I'm Benji. Uh, my favorite episode was uh, when Urkel, um, he, he, was a, he was in a, a match to to um, get to the top of a rope. It was this athletic competition. Did you say Urkel? And, yeah, yeah, Urkel. Steve Urkel. And that wasn't what, saved <laughs> by the bell. That was family matters. All right, all right, all right. But he's just like a little rocket ship thing that was super slow, and it, but it worked, and he went all the way to the top and won. Right, so that was my... So anyway. Terrible. Thank you for dodging the question. All right, all right, all right, all right, fine. The problem is, is that the only things I remember from Saved by the Bell is I remember one episode because it's been replayed. And it's a famous episode, which is where where you know Jesse gets hooked on pills or something like that. Oh and yeah, then, yeah. Yep. But that's just because I remember. I don't remember it being my favorite, but I do have like other memories of uh, of things. And I remember one episode where 
I, I just have this like like stark image in my head. What, what are they doing? Like they're they're going through some sort of like competition, like relay race, and they have to do like like the the running through tires thing. You know, uh, one foot and one tire. I don't know if you know what I'm talking oh, about. Of course, of course. Um, so I don't know. All right, well, take a look. I sent out the picture. Oh my god, that's an amazing picture. That's that's not even like the whole thing. There's, I feel like there's. There's, There's more to it. There was more because he was also wearing sunglasses. But whatever. The important thing is that what is it? It's basically like what if Vanilla Ice was more white yeah, and more 80s? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Is that the whole point? Of was no, not, the- not more 80s. It's like I, oh, I don't even know how to describe it. No, he's more – he's like take Vanilla Ice and mix yeah. it with glitter. <laughs> so was Saved by the Bell like did it air in the 80s because I only watched reruns when I was a kid so did it start being aired in the 80s like, I believe it was the late 80s but, Although, it, but, it, but it takes place in the 80s I think it was, not, it was 1989 that it first started and I, it's supposed to take place at when it's you know aired so, okay. at, you know, originally it was 89, but the, remember, the 89 was originally that stupid Miss Bliss thing, and then it kept going that, up until, like, 93. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but 1993 is when they graduated. Right. Because we were watching reruns, because if you remember, they were all, like, Saturday morning stuff, so, because of the whole Jewish thing, we weren't I... allowed to watch it when it was first yeah. on. Well, I couldn't watch Sonic the Hedgehog, the one episodes I wanted to watch. I know you were deprived of something wonderful. And other other <laughs> awesome cartoons. Saturday, Sunday morning wasn't too bad for it. We used to wake our parents up and be like, can I watch TV? Mom, I want to watch G.I. Joe. Now, speaking of G.I. Joe, that brings us to today's topic, which is okay. adaptations. Ah. Uh. Because G.I. Joe is technically an adaptation. It's two adaptations. There's the original adaptation, which was a TV show right. that was made intentionally to sell toys. Right. So it's kind of a weird kind of adaptation because Transformers was the same yeah, thing. Rainbow Bright was a similar idea. There was a whole line of stuff that Hasbro was putting out, which was all about they did the simultaneous toy plus show thing. Now, the yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was similar in a sense, except, of course, it wasn't. Yes, the show, the TV show, and the toys were being made simultaneously. However, it was based off of an underground comic that was kind of ridiculously over-the-top and intentionally, like, satirical, making fun of, like, the kind of dark, extreme comics. Are you talking about G.I. Joe? No, Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Or, you know, like, these... Like, imagine, like, Frank Miller... Except not you know not taking itself seriously, you know. I decided the shredder would have to die today because he was just totally radical. So it was so it was like actually like a really I don't dark think thing. I don't think the original turtles were surfers. No, they weren't. I was. I think that surfer joke. thing came in later. Yeah, well, trying to be cool with the kids. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's another that's another show that I barely remember episodes of, but I have images in my head of. You I, watched I, so much of that show, more than I did. I'm sure. Like, but what I did, like, did I like, like, did I like sit down all the time in front of the TV? Yeah, watching so, that show. You, well, uh, yeah. you also you also played a lot with the toys. No, I, I know that. We only so, had a few. So, like, what what happened? Like, would I just turn on the TV? Would I ask to watch it? 
Like, well, what? You were often watching it when I was, you know, still at school, so it was sort of a different thing. Or, like, you'd be watching it when I came back. I saw a lot of episodes of it, but I certainly... But as I got older, I couldn't watch anymore because it was on at a time where I had school, and you didn't. Right. So that's kind of what happened, but you were still watching a lot of it. Even later on, like later seasons, which I didn't really watch much of at all, and it was like, oh, look, Leonardo well, sounds I, weird. I, I, I'm just trying to think, fa- I'm just fascinated, like, how I got, I don't know if this is interesting to anyone else, but, like, how I got prompted into it. Like, was I just said, like, was I told, like, here's going to be Ninja Turtles, what I asked to watch Ninja Turtles? Was it, like, I don't know. I think about, like, did you I know? You were into it. You were into yeah, it at a very young age. Whatever it was that caught your attention, you were definitely interested. You know, you yeah. Had like, you had, like, books and toys and that right. poster. You had a costume that you dressed up in. Well, I remember, I remember, We you went know, to that Turtles scene no, I, show. No, I, I remember that. I remember that. I, I remember that. I remember going to that, and I and I do remember. You went to this turtle singing show? Wait, oh, oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Oh, we should talk up. about this. We yeah. need to talk Jeremy, about Jeremy, that. Jeremy has a great. I, I remember parts of it, and Jeremy has a great story of what happened in an elevator. Yes, no, I remember that song because they sang it at the show. Jeremy, the show, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you tell? That is amazing. Can, can you tell the elevator story? Okay, it's a short story because we were just in an elevator. But so, as you would imagine, at one of these turtle shows, a lot of little kids were there around Benji's age. I think he was like five or six or something like that. Maybe at six. five, I think I was four. Maybe four, okay, so somewhere between four and six, young enough to kind of like grab onto turtles, but not really get it right. or understand propriety in public. <laughs> so he was dressed up in Donatello, which was my favorite. Except I think it was was it Donatello? Yeah, I was just about Donatello. Yeah. No, I don't remember if it that was Robin Donatello was the one who wore uh, purple. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Donatello was my favorite because he was the nerd, and also yeah. because I liked him in the video game because he had the the longest weapon, and I, I like that kind of strategy of being a little slow, but being able to hit from farther away. I like that. So that was just my own thing. Anyway, the, but the point is, he was dressed as Donatello, and we got into an elevator. We were there with a, a cousin an old, who was who's older than us, and so he was taking us to the show, and another family came in who also had a little kid dressed as a different turtle, and you know, the two turtles stare at each other down. They're like, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> and they like, they gave each other a nod, like, let's do this. And then they started like, like kid fighting. Did, did we really give each other a nod? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened. We probably just started fighting. No, I'm dramatizing it a little bit. But they basically just started like, they just like looked at each other and then they just started doing the ninja fighting. So it's kind of like fake fighting. But they could have easily hurt each other because they didn't know what they were doing. That is that is so amazing. I'm so glad I did that. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad I had the thought to do that as a little kid. It was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> you can you talk some more about the show itself? Well, the show. I mean, no, the music show. Oh yeah, I mean, you see oh. like videos and stuff of it. I'm sure it was it was kind of silly and stupid, and I found it even at the time. I mean, I was old enough to find it pretty dumb. Uh, I like the show, like the actual show, like that. You know, the the cartoon show. I you know, I thought it was kind of cool, and I liked Shredder and all the characters and everything. But this was just kind of a silly little thing. That I I was hoping there would be like some actual like little choreographed fights and stuff. You know, like the movie. 
but there wasn't anything like that. There were just sort of dance numbers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, super lame. I mean, that one song, "The Turtles You Can Count on Us," got it was a little bit of an earworm because I definitely it definitely stuck with me. Um, the rest of them I don't really remember. That's the only song I remember from the show. The other, you know, there was like a weird thing about Shredder trying to stop music or something. I didn't. Yeah, understand no, it. I remember Shredder being there. Now I will say this much is that I never really found April O'Neil to be that attractive. Right. Uh, that was just something I don't know. For whatever reason, I wasn't at the quite the right age to really pick up on that. Although yeah. I definitely thought Jessica Rabbit was. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Jessica Rabbit's just <laughs> oozing with that, you know. Yeah, it was just that. Yeah, I yeah. guess April Neal just never seemed attractive to me. I had I saw like fan art much you know later on when I was older. I was like, oh, this fan art makes her look attractive. Yeah, yeah. The old one, and it I mean, look... on the original show, she wasn't drawn in a particularly sexual way. Yeah, right. And so I, think, I don't think she was ever intended to be like a sexy character. Well, I didn't think the actress who played her in the movie was that attractive either. Yeah. I don't really remember anything about the actress from the movie. Well, the thing is, that that movie, that movie, the first one, I I saw it more recently, it's not half bad. Like, No, it's it's pretty gritty. Oh, the first, the the original movie, the first first Ninja Turtles movie, yeah, it's not that bad. It is, it is still like a, like, you know, kids action movie or whatever, but like, it actually kind of, it kind of made sense how Shredder got that whole gang together of kids, like, it, it made sense, it was like, it was like, especially the kids were having a tough time at home or whatever, and, like, he offered them, he said, like, you know, do what you want, but then gave them the, dis- the discipline to, like, fight. Like, that's, like, super, that totally makes sense. Oh, yeah, you, no, it did. You can absolutely get a bunch of kids from, like, 8 to 18, you know, <laughs> saying, right. you can do whatever you want, part of whatever you want, it's just, when we have to learn how to fight, you gotta be disciplined. Right, so, well, the, yeah, the second movie... Wasn't that the same plot as The Karate Kid? Uh, no, not at all. I'm just saying, like, you know, there were these evil, like, karate villains who, like... Well, yes, there was, like, a kid in it who they were, like, helping to get out. Like, because he was sort of... I guess he was, like, a, the one good ninja guy or something. The one good foot clan. They helped save him. But, I, I mean, I don't even remember it that well, other than... I was really looking forward to the Splinter Shredder fight. But what I couldn't have realized was that the costume... Was t- was basically animatronic, and they couldn't do anything with it, so they had to have an anticlimactic fight. Whereas, like with the turtle, those were actually costumes. Right. They had animatronics in like the like, like they had like puppets in the heads. It was from the uh, Jim Henson studio, so they were actually pretty good. But they they were like stunt guys, dre- you know, who were so they actually could move around. Whereas Splinter couldn't do that, and I was really looking forward to like a like a Splinter. Shredder thing, but all he really did was, like, he stood there, and Shredder's like, I'm gonna attack, and Splinter's like, and now I will move slightly to the side. And that was it. It's like, oh, come on, I wanted to see something. And that's what I really felt ripped off in the second movie, where he became Super Shredder, and basically, he didn't even, they didn't fight him at all. He just collapsed on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird ending. Now, when I found out in retrospect that that was Kevin Nash, it all made sense. <laughs> Kevin Nash would never let anyone go over on him except a, an actual physical dock of wood. It's amazing how disappointments in wrestling bleeds over into other areas of life. And 
But the funny thing is, like, I think if it was like the big show, he probably would have uh, sold it a lot better. Yeah, yeah, the big, the big show wasn't bad at that. Actually, that, that that reminds me talking about that reminds me of you're talking about showdown between Splinter and 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 uh, Shredder. I remember an episode which talked about like you know their 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 past together, right? And and actually and actually had them like when they fought they, they, their like final fight before they they split ways or whatever. You know, very Xavier um, uh, Magnus esque, but. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I remember that. I remember like thinking, oh, that's really, it's really interesting how they both were like men who looked different back in the day and they were both masters. I remember thinking that and, and thinking about their showdown, you know, so. Yeah, and like the very rare times they fought in the show, it was pretty cool because yeah. like, you know, Splinter almost never fought. Right. That was what was cool about him. Yeah. He almost up- never fought. So like once in a while you would actually see him fight and you'd be like, oh my God, Shredder, he's actually going to fight. Yeah, and he would fight. I mean, Shredder, no, Splinter. Splinter is actually going to fight. Yeah. Yeah, and that was cool, and that's why I was disappointed by the movie in that way. I also couldn't tell the turtles apart because uh, the, the, it was just so dark. Like, all the coloring was really dark in that movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the cinematography and everything. Yeah. And I just could not tell the turtles apart. I couldn't tell their voices apart very easily either. Whereas, they, like, in the show, they were very distinct. And that was one of the great things about the voiceover work on that show in particular. It's not always the case, but it was definitely the case in that show that not only because it was colorful enough where you could easily tell them apart, but you could easily, you could tell them apart by ear really easily. Mm-hmm. And the movie, I just they were all like the same. Yeah, and actually, you know, the, the, the truth is, they were kind of a one-time. I mean, plenty of things are one-time things, but like they were a one-time thing because they've tried to revive Ninja Turtles, and I'm sure like there have been kids into them. But it's 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 not the same nearly as it was. Well, yeah, I think actually a, they had a resurgence for a little while when they had a newer cartoon, but eventually. That yeah, was... but but like I feel like even Power Rangers had more lo- longevity in the sense of I think they were popular more popular for longer in a steady way. Just the Ninja Turtles are way more respected because. But of Power Rangers is a little different because there were all these like Japanese shows that like Power Rangers kind of borrowed from, and like. There were like there was like a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of different shows, and so like there are all these like sequels and stuff, and like it's almost like um, it's almost it's more more comparable to Transformers, I think, in the sense that like there was the original Transformers cartoon, and then there were like eight other Transformers cartoons that people used to watch, yeah, um, you know, and so it like sort of kept going for a long time. Yeah, if you remember, we actually saw them filming. Yep, yep, I was gonna bring that up. Episodes. Yeah. When we were so, in California in the, I think it was about 92 or so. No, 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 it was, late, it was later than that. Because I remember it was it was a time I was in first first or second grade when we went over. Oh, and it okay. was, and, and basically it was during Passover. Yeah, and that's uh, we, were we were, we were, we were visiting our, our family friends, the Coens, and we were walking along some beach, you know, because almost all of California, you know, most of the, almost the whole coast is a beach. And we were walking along, and we thought we saw like some people filming. It's not so strange for Southern California. We saw some people filming. We're like, "Are those that Power Rangers?" And it was at Power Rangers height. Like it was, it was, it was like ninety four or ninety five. Right, you know, right. like and that's when Power Rangers were like. Phew. And we saw it. It was like it was it was crazy. And they were they were they were like shoot a scene, and then they have like the 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 actors stay still, and then say like cut, and then they like, move around, and they say all right go, and then they move and do all this fighting, and then cut, and then it looked like they had Gak. On them, you remember Gak, Sam? Yeah, they did like. Um, uh, no, 
What's gag? Remember, remember that squishy stuff? It came in. It came in that it, it like conformed the, the the shape of the container, and it was this kind of like splatter. Was that container. like a Nickelodeon thing? Yeah. It was a Nerf thing. It wasn't. It was Nerf, but it looks like the Nickelodeon splat. That's yeah. the thing. It was so anyway. Like, it was malleable, and it was right. gag actually because they they gave it to us as we were leaving. No, that, that's what I'm saying. So then we walked. We it was cool because we it was a bunch of kids, and we like walked by, and after they were done, they they said, "Hey kids, you guys want some gag?" And, uh, yeah, and they, sure, why not? wow, yeah. that sounds really creepy in a way. Well, no, they just they, they toss over like he didn't he didn't come over to us and be like, "Hey kids, <laughs> no, want some gack?" Because in my you, yo, you want to do some gack? <laughs> that would be a great fucking shit. Telling you, good shit. Yeah, it's made out it's, of death and flour. But there was like sand and shit in the in the gack. Like, it wasn't it, it wasn't <laughs> well, quality gack. No, we, yeah, because they just put it back in the container after using it. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, but the cool thing is, then about a year later, within a year later, you, me, you, Jeremy, and, and Devora, our sister, we, we saw, we saw the episode that they use it on. That was really yep. cool. We're like, oh, that's Gak that's on them. That's right. We do, we did see that. Yeah. Now, as, now, you probably don't remember this, but as yeah. we were like, Leo, walking up, basically there was sort of like a cliffside thing and you walked over and there was a beach on the other side also. And we were walking up, so we got a good view of seeing the whole set on the beach. Just and you know, there and a couple of the stunt people, because that's who they were. They were just the stunt guys, yeah, yeah, and girls lying out. And our father said something along the lines of, mm, "Those are some nice asses." Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think you might imagine that some of the female matriarchs weren't <laughs> pleased with his particular language. The matriarchs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the matriarchs. I, when you say matriarch, I think of like the drow. <laughs> all right, calm down. Forgotten realms. Same. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We won't get into that. We won't get that nerdy that quickly. <laughs> it's, no, it's no why not? Why not? Well, all right. Well, uh, listen. It, Jeremy is telling me not to talk about the drow. The drow is a cool concept. I like the concept. That's even something though, that's never been a- adapted. Now there was never- actually a cartoon. Of the Dragonlance first book, what was terrible, and I know because I bought it. It had what? Lucy Lawless playing one of the Kidiara, uh. and a couple other celebrities playing other parts. But it was well. First of all, the voice acting was just done terribly. It was just it sounded bad. They didn't use good takes. The animation was low quality, and then they they I I discovered part of the problem, which is that they blew an enormous amount of their budget on terrible. 3D graphics of dragons, ah. which they integrated into. All right, it. all right. So, so Jeremy, here's a question: on here's the scale of how bad uh, how bad the um, special effects were, the animation was. Okay. So, one or lowest being, let's just do it on this scale. One lowest being the Mario Brothers show, like like the, like or whatever whatever that stupid either official one or whatever that like really really terrible one was that 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 nostalgia critic. Oh, uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Right. That's the lowest and the highest. I don't know if you say like Futurama. I don't know if you'd say what's like some of the best animation that's clearly a cartoon, not like three oh. D animation, but but one that's like a cartoon. Okay. You mean a, a cartoon that had like the best animation, like visually? Yeah, uh, or at least just solid enough that you're like. I don't know the, be- the probably the, probably the, plenty of Disney movies. Uh, you Batman. could just. Um, oh, you want yeah. to limit it to like, like a TV show? Oh, well, if you're talking about TV, no, it doesn't have to be a TV show. I'm just saying any sort of animation. Definitely, yeah. Disney is uh, 
be up there in terms of yeah. quality. All right, so let's just say a Disney quality cart- uh, cartoon or this Mario Brothers show. How bad was the animation on that on that I w- scale? I wouldn't even put Mario at, at the at the worst, but well, He Man is probably about the worst. <laughs> was it? I guess it was yeah. pretty bad. He Man's pretty uh, bad. It wasn't as bad as that. It was just not so great. The real problem, like I said, was that. It was like a weird. The way it looked was not so good. I could send you a trailer later, but the point is that it didn't integrate very well, and I didn't have any. The way that they did it, I just thought was very simplistic, and it didn't look good. So, so I'd give it a five. Oh, that's 